0: what is up you guys my name is sabrina and i get to be one of the hosts for this podcast on fire for those who are coming in for the very first time or those who are coming back welcome um so excited and so happy that you guys are tuning in for today's amazing amazing word but before we jump into today's make sure you go check out last week's title the parable of the speck and the log where i got to share Jesus' sermon on the mount and got to break down the meaning of this parable and pretty much share the main theme on what Jesus is trying to teach us and I feel like this parable is weighing on my heart because it's really needed to be said in today's world and how it can be a good reminder for a lot of us um, followers of Christ or new beginners you know I just think this parable is very very important to know and learn so if you guys are curious about that make sure you go check out that episode and then once you're done make sure you come back here because you do not want to miss out on today's word As you can tell by the title we're doing as you can tell by the title (laughs) what is obedience now if you look back on it it says intro and a lot of us when we say intro it's the opening the beginning of something so the reason why today's episode is titled intro what is obedience because this episode is going to be an opening a beginning to the very first message series that i will be doing on this podcast and it's called examples of obedience and i'm very very excited because for the longest i've been wanting to do a message series for you guys and i'm getting i'm getting it done like i'm so so happy round of applause for god because he's allowing it to happen and let the wisdom flow through me through the holy spirit so this uh, this message series is called examples of obedience so what you guys will be expecting from this it's going to be a nine episode nine ser- nine part series nine episodes i know it sounds like i'm going to take forever but i promise you have to trust the process okay guys trust the process but in each episode i will be talking about different people from the bible and sharing their story and their obedience to god and i feel like pretty much the why is because i feel like obedience is really necessary to be talked about in today's world like i know we hear that all the time but not a lot of not a lot of us act out on obedience. We don't actually, we're not actually obedient to it. We kind of slack off on it. And I feel like in today's generation, in my generation, the younger generation, I feel like they need to know the word obedience and how it's important with your walk with Christ. So I feel like this series and these stories that I'm going to tell is um is going to help encourage and to teach you guys the importance of obedience and letting the stories be a guidance you know it's going to be relatable each different story I hope is relatable to you and I'll be praying over that and just pretty much letting that Holy Spirit guide you and speak to you in many many ways so I firmly believe that this message series is going to be a great example for you guys and it's going to encourage you guys in your walk with Christ so in today's episode we're just going to be doing an introduction of what the word obedience means and i'll be using bible versus context and how that looks and just pretty much definitions like what does that look like and how does that look like and all that good stuff so without further ado i'll just shut up talking about this so without further ado let's just go ahead and jump into today's episode so to start it off a quick question when i say the word obedience or when you think of the word obedience what's the first thing that pops into your mind okay like the first thing like literally the first thing it could be someone that reminds you of obedience or something a, a word or anything anything that comes to mind when you think of the word obedience say it out loud write it down or if you're listening on youtube type in a little comment section if you don't follow the youtube go follow the youtube subscribe and share your little comment that way i'm able to know your guys' thoughts i feel like that's a good way of me seeing your thoughts or yeah you you get the idea but What's the first thing that pops into mind when you think of the word obedience and hold on to that thought, that person or whatever, whatever's up there, hold on to it to the end of the episode because I would love to see if it was still the same or if it kept the same with the word obedience. Again, I hope that makes sense. I'm not very good at explaining things, but hopefully by the grace of God, I'm able to do that today, God willing. But for me, when I think of the word obedience, I think a listener. When I think of someone who's obedient or something that's obedient, I think a listen like someone who listens that's the first thing i can think of when i think of the word obedience like someone who's like be obedient you need to be obedient meaning you need to listen like that's the first thing but mine could be different from yours okay that's why i would love to see your guys's comments so i can see your thoughts on that but that's just what i think and when i was thinking that you like, you know what let's just go ahead and look up what obedience is and what with the handy dandy google which is our automatic go-to when we want to know what the actual of obedience is i you i looked up google's that i just went to google for the definition and the google's definition is law or submission to another's authority okay pretty much a person who listens (laughs) i was like okay so a person who listens let's just make sure i'm right you know but as i was diving deeper into the biblical meanings of what the obedience is and the different kind of terms that they have i, I ran into the greek term um it's a greek term for obedience and that definition is idea of positioning oneself under someone by submitting to their authority and command so it's kind of relatable to the ghoul's definition again submitting submission uh, under someone else uh pretty much someone who's above you someone with higher power you're submitting to them like you're under them and i was like okay that's kind of relatable and then under that was a Greek term for the word obey, which is a simpler, simplified word for the word obedience. But the word obey was more targeted towards the New Testament. It was more known there, I guess you can say. Like it was more, more targeted. It was trying to make known in the New Testament. So the Greek term for obey is to trust. Now, if you were to ask me, <laughs> if you were to tell me, you know, to obey means to trust. I would have been like i don't know about that (laughs) i do not know about that but honestly when i was preparing for this episode and searching and doing all my nerdy stuff to look up i was like yo it's it's entirely true which i'll get back to on that and that will be mentioned later on in today's episode another bible dictionary another bible definition and this is found in holman's illustrated bible dictionary for the word obedience is to hear god's word and act accordingly wow that just tells you straight up, like, listen to God. Whatever he tells you, do it. Like, just do it. Like, that, I feel like that was just a simpler version of what obedience is. And I freaking love that definition of that. But another, and there's a bunch of definitions. This is the last one. Another definition that I found in Erdman's Bible Dictionary, it says, For the word obedience means involves physical hearing that inspires the listener and a trust that pretty much a builds. A trust builds that then turns to motivate the listener to act in accordance with the speaker's desires. I know that's a lot, but pretty much the words go in your ear and then they go to your mind, and you're like, do, do, do. Oh, I trust this. I kind of believe in it. And then you're motivated to act out on what the speaker just told you, what the words went in your ear. Then you were like, Yo, I believe in it. And then you act out on those exact words that you've been just told, which i honestly i feel like the last two bible dictionary ones are very good especially the greek term obey i think that one those are best descriptions of what obedience is but all of them they're all the same all these definitions that i just said are all the same so in summary obedience to god means to hear trust submit and surrender to god and his word and i feel like these four things here trust submit and surrender are the four steps to obedience or the four steps of obedience and how that equals one they're all the same and how they all can lead up to that like i said lead up to the word obedience or be obedient to god now we're going to break down each and every one because i feel like each and every one is an act of obedience so the first one is to hear in luke 11:28, 28 it says but he said jesus said <laughs> but he said on the contrary blessed are those who hear the word of god and observe it And now what Jesus is trying to say is that blessed are those who actually intake the word of God, who are actually observing, analyzing it, and actually trying to learn the word of God. That is hearing it. And meaning by that is reading the word. I know you're reading it, but you're also hearing it at the same time because the Holy Spirit is speaking to you. Like you're getting, like if you read something, you're like, oh my gosh, I get it. That is hearing the word of God. Not only by you need to read the word of god so the bible <laughs> read the bible um attending church and listening to like preachers' sermons um listening to christian podcasts aka me yo um but i feel like to hear is like filling the ears the mind the heart the soul the spirit the holy spirit and that's the only spirit i'm talking about the holy spirit with the bible god's word we need to be able to fill all of that with the holy word so that that's what it means to hear god and to hear his word is to surround yourself with those holy holy words surround yourself with the word of god and just actually trying to observe it because when you're observing something you're actually making an effort to learn that you're actually trying your best to learn the word of god to attend the church and listen to the preacher's sermon to listen to these christian podcasts even if sabrina may sound boring (laughs) i promise like the effort is always there and god sees the effort and he's going to continue to move in your life through that so that's what it means to hear the word of god once you're able to analyze it and observe it you then start to build this kind of belief you start to build this kind of like okay hold a minute like i'm I'm kind of believing in this a little bit, and that builds trust. And Proverbs three five it says, "Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding." I freaking love this verse because I like how it says, "Lean not on your own understanding." What it means by that it means don't lean on what the world has taught you. Like growing up, if they were like, "Oh, talk smack," blah blah blah, bark bark bark, and they're like, "Let's fight," then automatically I jump right into it. You know what I'm saying? But that's. 'Cause what the world has taught me because my parents were of the world at the time. That's what they were teaching me, you know, you better do something about it, you better not let them da 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 da. But then what the Bible says, we're supposed to not fight against flesh and bones, that we're supposed to be tenderhearted to them, that we're supposed to love on them and forgive them. So that's what it means to not lean on your own understandings. Don't lean on what the world is teaching you or what your worldly parents or worldly friends are teaching you. You need to lean on what the word of God is trying to teach you. That is God's understanding. That is God's will. That is God's word. And you need to apply that to your life. So when you are able to listen to God's word, you're able build up trust believing and having full confidence in god's word for the word of god is true it is filled with faithful faithful promises his goodness his grace is mercy and his love is filled throughout the whole pages of the bible so trust in the lord with all your heart so when you hear able to trust you're able to hear the word of god observe it analyze it applying it into your life and then it goes to trust it goes up to the mind where it's like you know what i should believe in this god i actually believe in the holy spirit jesus christ and what he's done for our lives i should believe in this so then once you start doing that you start to lean on god's will you start to lean on his word and by that you're able to submit and job 22 21 it says submit to god and you will have peace then things will go well for you so not only are you surrounding yourself with god's word and god's people but you're able to trust that you're able to believe and have full confidence in god once you're able to do that you're able to submit you're able to accept and agree to the word of god allowing it to flow and dwell inside of you inside your heart soul and mind and spirit that that word of god is nourishing the holy spirit inside of you because the holy spirit is going to take over over your flesh because again as i said and a couple of episodes before that our flesh is so dominant in the beginning with christ and then once we are able to interpret god's word our spirit starts to grow and get stronger We're like yo we're we're powering over our flesh we're powering over the enemy's desires for us we're powering over it all because we're interpreting god's word we're believing and trusting in it and we're accepting and agreeing to the fact of god's will and his word for us for his word again is true it is faithful it is good it is everything of god it is everything that is for our our lives is the answers to everything of our problems it is just amazing (laughs) there are no other words to describe god's word it's just amazing it is it is there it is it is there like but once we're able to hear we're able to trust and able to submit he promises in this verse we will have peace and things will go well but we cannot submit if there is submission there's trust because you're allowing and accepting God to work in your life. If you're submitting and you're not trusting, then you're not fully being obedient to that. You're not fully letting God take over you. You're not accepting and letting His Word transform your lives, transform your hearts. You need to be able to hear it, to trust it, and submit. 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 <laughs> you need to submit to the Word of God, and He promises you will have internal peace and things will go well for you, but only if you trust in it. Once you accept and agree to the fact that God is willing, that God is going to change your life in miraculous ways because he is the God of the impossible. He is God. He is King of Kings. You're able to surrender. You're able to allow yourself to give yourself to god because of what his word says and his promises and you're like yo i hear you god i trust you i'm gonna allow your word to work in my life because you know the true the facts the way the truth and life which is jesus christ once you know that you're able to fully let yourself go and surrender to god and mark 8 34 to 35 it says whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and will and take up their cross and follow me for whoever wants to save their life will lose it but whoever loses their life for me and for the gospel will save it. Supreme Court is saying you need to let go of everything. Like how I, and there's different ways to interpret this verse but how I interpret it for this podcast is you're letting your fleshy desires go. You're letting your will, you're letting all these things go and you're taking up your cross you're letting the holy spirit take you and letting the holy spirit guide you in life and it says whoever wants to save their life will lose it pretty much you're being selfish whoever wants your own demands your own wills over god's commands and demands and his will then you will lose your life there's no way that you can possibly saved. there's no way now everyone can be saved but there's no way god will be able to use you if you're stuck and holding on to your own things but whoever loses their life meaning who's ever to be whoever wants to sacrificially be there for god and lose their life for god and actually give up their desires their fleshy desires and shaking all that off of them and for the gospel he your life will be saved your life will be taken care of god will place his hand over you and take care of you out of that so what to surrender is to give up completely to god letting him be the driver instead of the passenger letting him steer the boat let me drive the boat you know let him steer the boat let him be the lord of your life and i feel like each and every one of those to hear to trust to submit and then to surrender is all an act of obedience to by hearing trusting submitting and surrendering to god and his word is an act of obedience each and every one itself is an act of obedience to hear the word of god and actually observing and trying that's an act of obedience because you are putting effort you are listening you're actually pertaining to the word of god to trust you're actually trusting in god and his will for your life you're able to believe the word of god you're able to believe his son jesus christ and what he came to do and rose again on the third day and now is in the heavens rejoicing That's an act of obedience to submit to God, to accept his word, his will in your life and agreeing to his word and actually leaning on his understandings and his wills. That is an obedience to God to fully surrender to fully let go all your desires and your worries your stress everything and just say god i give it all to you that is an act of obedience because if we go back to what the greek term of obeyment is to trust in all this you're trusting in our heavenly father that is obedience you're able to acknowledge that god is lord of lords that he was that he's here to come make our plans better that he is here to change us The whole 360 and maybe even more. He's here to let us have internal peace. To let us be set free from all sin. From all captives. That's what Jesus Christ came here to do. To save us. So that we won't have to pay the cost of sins. Which is death. So (laughs) I know that's a lot. But where we are listening and following. And applying his word His command to our life. Is an act of obedience. All this. The term of obey. To trust. All this is obedience to god but it is hard to be obedient to god i'm not gonna lie there are times in my life even though i may sit up here and make episodes for you guys and preach the word of god there are times where i still fall short of sin there are times where i'm not even obedient to god and yes that's something i need to work on everybody's on. we're not we are not jesus we are human at the end of the day but i wouldn't say let that be an excuse free either like well since i'm not jesus i'm not gonna be obedient i'm gonna just let it slide nope that is taking advantage of his grace and mercy and because of that he will curse the disobedience now that sounds kind of scary but in the old testament god tells his people that if they were disobedient they will be cursed like in today's world it's also known as consequences like if we sin being disobedient is automatically a sin because you're not trusting in god you're going against the word of god you're going against what god is telling you and that is automatically a sin being disobedient is sin and because we sin god will send consequences our way because we it's like a parent it's like a parent telling you um, I don't want you doing this, and then you do it anyway. You're being disobedient, and you do it anyway. And then there are consequences you sneak out, or you aren't supposed to be doing or saying, and then your mom, or pit dad, or your grandpa, your guardian catches you. And they're, you know what, your phone's getting taken away. I don't want you on the game, I don't want you going out. You're grounded, da, 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 da. no TV, no laptop, all that good stuff. That is consequences. You're dealing with the consequences. And how I person, how my mom will tell me is that way you learn <laughs> that's what my parents used to tell me that way you learn that is pretty much god telling you look since you were being disobedient to me and you don't want to listen to me here are the consequences you're going to have to deal with it because that's how we're able to learn and grow because if we if god never gave us consequences or if our parents never discipline us our heavenly parent doesn't discipline us how are we going to learn we need to be obedient. In Deuteronomy twenty-eight forty-five, it says, "All these curses will come upon you; they will persevere you and overtake you, and you are dest- until you are destroyed, because you do not obey the word, the Lord your God, and observe the commands and decrees He gave you." So that's pretty much saying. And obviously, in the Old Testament, God was straight up crazy. He was straight up savage. He was top G. He was like, "I don't care." Boom, curses. He was like, "There you go. Now you gotta deal with it." It again. It goes in today's world. God may not actually send curses like diseases and all that upon you, but consequences will come to your actions because we're adults We're you know, we're acknowledging it. We have responsibilities. We know better because if God is like, I don't want you doing that and you know better not to be doing that and you still do it or still say those things, the consequences will come your way. Again, it's like a parent not disciplining you. God is disciplining us so we, so we may be disciplined for him. So that we are self-disciplined. That we're able to be obedient to him. He's disciplining us. These consequences. These curses to the disobedience. To the sins we commit. It's a consequence we need to do for ourselves. God is trying to teach us. And trying to help us grow spiritually. on Not to do that again. That way we learn. That way we learn. But for those who are obedient, who do obedience, who are obedient to the word of God and to God, will be rewarded. Not only does he curse or send consequences our way and let us deal with it. Obviously not on our own. He always we're always with him and he's always with us. But he will reward the obedient. God will bless those who are obedient and reward those who are obedient and who obey him. In Deuteronomy, that same chapter in Deuteronomy 28 9 The Lord will establish you as His holy people, as He promised you on oath. Promised, if you kept the commands of the Lord your God and walked in obedience to Him. Meaning, this was a promise, as He promised. For God keeps His word. If He says something's gonna happen, something's gonna happen. He's a man of His word. The literal. He's a perfect example of what a person, uh, a man of the word. He's a perfect example of that. So this verse is a promise to us if you keep the commands of the lord your god and walk in obedience to him we will be promised and we will be rewarded if we walk in obedience to him meaning continue to be obedient continue to obey continue to submit to him and honestly going back to that definition Erdman's bible dictionary we need to be this this definition like it sounds dumb, but we need to be the exact definition where it says involve physical hearing that inspires the listener and a trust that then turns to motivate the listener to act in accordance to the speaker desires. Meaning, if God is telling us something through the ear, and if God is speaking because He can speak to us in prayers, in vision, and um, in dreams, through people, and if God is speaking to you directly, and you will know when it's from the word of when it's from God. If he's speaking to you and it goes in your ear, we need to be able to believe and trust in it in our mind. And then we need to act on it. We need to be motivated and encouraged to act on God's word. If he's telling you, I need you to clean your room, or I need you to read more, or I need you to pray every morning, or I need you to forgive this certain person. It needs to you need to trust on why he's telling you these things and then act upon it and it, it motivate the holy spirit will motivate you to act upon those words of what god has already said so i feel like erdman's bible dictionary is a perfect example of what we need to do we need to hear it we need to trust it we need to submit to it and we need to fully surrender to the word of god and to god that is all obedience that's like steps to obedience that's each and every one is an act of obedience this is steps of step two the four steps whatever you like to call it or if you're taking notes and you want to rewind go ahead and do that but i feel like these four are the steps to obedience these steps of obedience and how obedience 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 getting in your good noggins and how this is very very important but i'll end that off for today i hope this wasn't a long long episode but i feel like i really needed to get that out there on how it is important because if we're not obedient we will suffer with consequences we will suffer with things he will leave us you know what since you did that he's going to leave us with the consequences and how we're able to turn around because of jesus christ because of forgiveness and because of what he did when he came down to earth and what he did for us we're able to have forgiveness and have God's grace and mercy we're able to be forgiven of that disobedience and turn around and actually start being obedient and once we do that God will reward us not by what we want but what he desires for us what we actually need in life. Now I'm not talking about like oh I need money. Yes, we all need money. <laughs> we all need money, but I'm talking about internal things. That God will provide whatever we need internally with set free from trauma, set free from addiction of of an unforget anything of that sort, he will set us free internally and everything will go into place for god's plans for us is for for good to prosper and yeah that's where i ended off today so i hope that obedience is a good good little noggin a good little is stuck in your mind it's replaying like a hamster on a cycle whatever but um i thank you guys for tuning in for today's episode i'm excited for next week's episode in this message series i hope you guys are excited as i am and if you're not i'll pray about that (laughs) But I'm so glad that you guys are here today and tuning in for today's episode. Again, I'm, I'm excited for this message series. If you guys um, don't follow us on the social media accounts, we have TikTok, uh, YouTube, <laughs> Instagram, and believe that's it. So make sure you go uh, follow us and subscribe on that. They'll be all in the description down below. And don't be afraid to ever reach out for any prayer requests or anything that you guys are wanting me to talk about or things you're questioning or curious about the Bible. I'll be posting more on the Instagram and letting you guys know about that. So, make sure you go follow, follow the Instagram. But that is it for today. I thank you and I love you guys. And I hope this word spoke to you in many, many ways. And that the Holy Spirit will guide you and teach you, give you conviction and give you discernment in your life. So, thank you all. God bless you all. Bye-bye.